I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You just heard a Filipino crowd gathered outside the Philippine Embassy in New York City. It was still May 9 where they were, but in Manila, it was May 10, 9 o'clock a.m., the day after the elections, and the results were clear. A majority of Filipinos had decided that Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr., son and namesake of the late dictator, deserved to be the country's next leader. I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast. Unofficial results released by the Philippine Consulate General in New York showed Vice President Lenny Robredo garnering 7,750 votes, nearly 2,000 more than those won by Marcos Jr. among absentee voters. But even as diaspora clinched a win for Robredo, a small group of New Yorkers on Fifth Avenue watched as millions more Filipinos delivered to Marcos the first majority win since his father in 1969. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think we're going further into decline as a democracy. Even though we can't see into the future, we kind of we kind of know what the next six years are going to look like generally just because Marcos is back in power and, and another Duterte is still yeah. in power. That was Lorenzo Escobar, a graduate student in New York City who was born and raised in the Philippines. He was among the attendees of the Vigil for Democracy, organized by the New York chapter of the Malaya Movement, a political group that opposes what it calls the fascist attacks perpetrated by the Duterte administration. It also supports democracy and Philippine sovereignty. So in the flyers that were being handed out, they kind of pointed out how the voting law, the voting machines were malfunctioning, and that yeah. he also used a lot of propaganda. But it was also just a protest against PBM himself mm-hmm. and like the Duterte yeah. Marcos tandem. Lorenzo said that in New York, he felt little of the deep polarization that marked this year's elections. I guess the Filipino community I'm part of here represents a very small slice mm-hmm. of population back home because everyone I know here was Lenny. And so I didn't really have arguments with BBM supporters here. Although he had seen the surveys showing Marcos Jr. maintaining a strong lead, Lorenzo says he tried to be hopeful anyway. That is, until unofficial results started rolling in. It did vary in my perspective. At first, there was like a window of time where I was like still kind of like in denial. And, and just because like knowing that a lot of the voting machines were malfunctioning mm-hmm. and a lot of shady things were going on, a part of me were like, these aren't real results. Like, let me won. 
like this can't be, this can't like reflect like the actual reality. But then after a while, I realized that that was me speaking from my very limited experience. And kind of like the, the truth is, a lot of Filipinos did resonate with BBM. According to Lorenzo, there was a crowd of around 50 to 60 people outside the Philippine consulate on May 10. And it was a diverse one, composed of students like him, OFWs, nurses, and Filipino-Americans who were raised in the U.S. There were moments where people would be speaking and the crowd would get riled up and we'd do our chants. But there were also other moments where it was a bit less heated and we were trying to kind of find some sense of community amid the pain and the hopelessness. There was um, this this part of the protest where we all got on a line and like we held up our placards and like we danced. And there were like people like performed a lot of songs too. Lorenzo will stay in New York and watch his second Marcos assume the presidency from afar. How will I I don't know how I'm gonna feel just watching it from afar. I know that my family is still back home and a lot of friends back home and even people I don't know. I guess I'm going to feel very, well, in addition to being frustrated, I'd feel kind of useless. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. If you enjoyed this, look up this episode titled Marcus Jr. in his own words and follow Teca Teca and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.